Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. I'm Lucas Southworth. And I'm John Bishop. Welcome to The Kachat. The only podcast brave enough to ask the question, Hey, what's up with cars? So what are we talking about today, Johnny? Fossil fuels. How how cars eat. What they eat. Why they eat. All wonderful questions. Let's answer one of them at a time. Alright, first, first question we've got on the docket. F- food. Hunger? Eating. All with little question marks after, I assume. Little question marks? And those are whole sentences right there. Whole sentences. Alright, let's start with food. So, as as everyone well knows, there is definitely food in the Cars universe. But there is also fuel in the Cars universe. And they consume both of those things. And they sort of treat the fuel as food. I, I mean, uh, the gas station, uh, Flo's V8 Cafe, it's, it's called a cafe, and they're like, mm, that's some tasty gasoline. It, it, it's a delicacy, it's something they eat, but it's, it, it, it also is, you know, gasoline for their car bits. There is also a scene in the second movie where Mater... Eats eats some wasabi, thinking it's it's ice cream. Classic Mater. He does not like it. Well, yeah. So there's there's definitely preferences for food. There's taste for food. There are tongues with uh, presumably taste buds or something like that. How can something with taste buds enjoy wasabi or uh, anything else as well as fuel? And before we get too far into this, there is definitely food besides just, like, that instance of wasabi and, like, uh, besides fuel. Because in the Plains universe, uh, our main character is a crop duster. He, you know, tins crops and for food, I assume. I mean, they could be making some biofuel, but, like, I assume it's a staple for food that he is... uh, tending with his crop dusting there's also in i believe the second movie maybe the third probably no it's the second i haven't seen the third yet all right uh (laughs) there's in the second movie there's also a scene with just like a one-off scene a little bit and it's it's just a rice farmer so there's there's rice farming there's crop dusting there's wasabi there's all these different cultures of foods and there's fuel so what do you think, do you think the food sustains them in any way? Or do you think the food is just like, well, we've got fuel and oil, but why not eat some corn sometimes, or some rice, or ice cream? My theory 
is that fuel is what they need to it's their go juice Mm -hmm. it's it's what makes them go if you will and the the food that we have we consume as humans that they also consume either it's just for taste because they enjoy the taste or it's for the part of them that is organic as we discussed in our biology episode okay i could i could get behind that because uh i know in the first movie uh there's a part where Lightning McQueen runs out of gas, but he doesn't, like, die. Mm-hmm. He's just like, ah, oh, can't go anymore. That sucks. And with how cars work, actually, if he were to run out of gas, he's got plenty of battery left, hopefully, for quite some time. So that not only does just the ability to drive leave him, but he still can survive. He won't, like, the mechanical parts of him won't just turn off, per se. He'll just be out of gas and won't be able to move. But the thing is, the fuel also charges the battery. So, without gas, the mechanical parts will eventually turn off. Okay. So it it is necessary not just to go, but to to be almost you have to have gas i'm wondering if somehow cars are similar to hermit crabs okay (laughs) what if cars are just the gooey bit and they can replace everything about the mechanics but the mechanics need the fuel mechanics are just exosuits like, okay. they're all little Iron Man slugs, and they can just shed <laughs> oh, their <no>. bodies. <laughs> what if that is how they exist, and they need food to sustain the gooey bit, and they need fuel and electricity and oil just for the mechanical bit? That's a way better explanation than whatever we said back when biology. I like that a whole lot more. <laughs> I mean, it could be like a symbiotic relationship where the the car needs the slug and the slug needs the car. Oh, they're little slugs. I love it. Ugh. I... Oh, the tongue could be a part of the slug. Oh, I'm I'm assuming it is. It has to be. It's, oh. a, it's a little gooey tongue. It has to be part of the, the organic matter. And the mouths are how they get in and out of the car. Ooh. Oh, gross. Gross. Oh. All right, so so that's my theory. My theory is that it's two different kinds of food for two different bodies that just happen to be together. Okay, I'm I'm not sure I'm I'm there on the the symbiosis that they're both alive, but I I could dig the sort of Iron Man sort of aspect of it. it it's a it's a gooey bit, but you gotta power up the out outer bits. Yeah. All right, so that's food. Got it. Now, Checkmark. hunger. Okay. I don't remember people being hungry. Are there any people hungry in, uh, what's it, the third movie? Not that I can remember. I mean, I could be remembering wrong. I I, I watch Cars 3 every night before I go to bed, but uh, yeah. I could very much be remembering wrong. In, in the first Cars, there's the cafe, Flo's mm. Cafe, and I do believe they they, like, seem to like it. So there's at least preference when it comes to hunger. Yeah, and and in the first one, 
he goes to the ah shoot the 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 hippie van the hippie van thing that he gets is organic fuel and he's like oh this tastes great why is no one telling me about this so there there's like it's not just like oh we enjoy the sensation of liquid in our weird giant mouths so you can have organic fuel and it tastes good and you can have highly synthesized fuel and it tastes good so there's maybe maybe fuel to them is like coffee i could see that yeah because there's specific blends that people love and there's like more and less manufactured and processed versions of coffee and in general it all tastes like coffee there's a coffee taste and it all like and coffee has the same effect of it's go juice for people it just makes them energized it keeps them going I could also see in it being like different kinds of wines, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, oh, you've got a a lovely year of petroleum here, or something like that. A fine vintage diesel. Okay, real quick uh, tangent. Uh, so, food exists. Alcohol. I mean, they they have corn because again, the crop duster, so and they I... can make the the corn alcohol whiskey. I don't know. I'm... And I'm pretty sure there is. Like, wine at... Like, in the first one. Well, not wine. Champagne. Champagne, when he wins. Yeah, I think the, you're right. I think you're absolutely right. The pissed-in cup. So, drunk driving? Question mark. <laughs> oh, they can't go anywhere if they drink. Yeah. Like, just moving, I guess, would be drunk driving. <laughs> Get a DUI for walking down the street. Maybe there's a speed limit when you're drunk. Maybe you just have to have a walking pace when you're drunk. I mean, they can do that thing where they sort of waddle without their wheels actually spinning. So maybe they just have to waddle everywhere. I can't imagine that gets easier when you're drunk. It gets funnier, I bet. Oh, Cars 4. Cars 4. Make it happen. (laughs) Oh, boy. I, I would imagine, going back to Hunger... If if we're assuming that they've got a biological thing that needs real f- food that's not, you know, fuel, mm-hmm. then they, it would get hungry just like anything else. So there's a sushi scene, right? I think there's a sushi scene. I don't remember. If it is, I bet it's in Cars 2 because they go yeah, to Japan. I believe, I believe there's a sushi scene or a sushi chef in Cars 2. And uh, that just raises the question, fish? Oh, that's our first meat, isn't it? Oh, no. Fish. Yeah. No, I'm there There, with you. There are boats. Presumably there are fishing boats. So they can get the fish. Are the fish... Fish? Cars? What if they're little submarines? That'd be fun. Okay, if they're little submarines... How do you eat a submarine? I mean, they they have the tractors, and tractors are Are, like cows. Yeah, they're cattle. Do... Do, do they eat the tractors? Oh, boy. Because <laughs> that'd be... If they eat the tractors... Really awesome. What? Do they eat the Iron Man suit of the tractor? Oh, it's like... It's or like do a, they eat the snail on the inside? It's like a clam. They gotta crack it open and suck out the gooey bits. Do they only eat clams? Oh, no. Oh, they're all clams. <laughs> oh, they're evolved from clams. 
That's better than that's better. Yep. Take like that, Matt Pat. Bugs. I know you're listening, Matt Pat. Take that. They're not bugs. They're snails or hermit crabs or slugs or whatever goes into exosuits. They're techno-organic matter that inhabits a space inside of a shell. God, if they eat meat, that's just ter- that's just personally terrifying. I don't know what implications it has, because but it makes me uneasy. Here's the thing. We as humans, we eat animals, right? Yeah. Animals are similar, but they're... There are a lot more traits that, like, can make us distinct from them. Yeah. We don't eat monkeys because that's that's too close to us. Sure. If you're a snail, you're just a hunk of mass with a tongue and a brain and maybe eyes. That can go 90 miles per hour. <laughs> that can go 90 miles per hour when in your shell. How do you distinguish between what you eat and what you don't eat because if the line is we eat things that don't speak that's terrifying because there are mute beings i'm sure yeah speaking of mute beings sign language i don't know that we can get into that right now (laughs) tune into our our future episode about language communication we'll get there Okay, so they're snails that race. Is this movie just Turbo? <laughs> Dang it, man. We reinvented Turbo. Okay, well... Oh, no! Turbo's a prequel! <laughs> oh, no! Turbo's a prequel! That snail is fast, though. The, all the snails are fast. And what does he... What turns him fast? I didn't see Nos. it. Okay. <laughs> he goes inside of a car and gets infused with Nos... It's definitely a prequel. He's a snail that can eat fuel. Oh, no. That's... They're not the same universe, are they? I don't think so. No, no, it's not a Pixar movie. So it's it DreamWorks? Be. It's a DreamWorks okay. or something. It's not Pixar. I don't know what it is, but... It's a cross-universe prequel. Man, is that our first non-Pixar movie that we've said is definitely related to Cars? I am more positive that Turbo is a prequel than I am any other Pixar movie. <laughs> Solid. But... Oh, no. I think what makes me uneasy about them eating meat is less about, like, how do they decide what to eat, is more like, if if they are robots, then I'm imagining a robot uprising where they're like, we could eat people. <laughs> robots with the ability to eat. But they're already out of people. Uh, but they're I, out of people to eat. So I, I'm imagining I somehow weren't. end up in this world. Oh, boy. and then they're like, "Oh, what's that thing? We could eat it. <laughs> I don't want them to be able to eat me." But we can speak. I'm sure we can communicate to them that we shouldn't be eaten. I imagine if we enter this universe somehow, we'll be turned into a car. <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. And we can only hope that our best scientists could bring us back from that state <laughs> once we re-enter the portal back to... I'm sure the portal converts your body. Oh, let's, I'm, I'm really hoping so, man. If not, then I'll just go to a car graveyard, get some car parts, and pretend I'm a car. I'm sure that will go about as well as anyone would expect it to go. I'm only desecrating dead bodies and... Existing inside of them. Oh no, I'm Buffalo Bill. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. 
Let's file that under movies. I didn't think we would relate to uh, cars. <laughs> turbo, turbo. We can get. It's about racing, but like, turbo is about slugs that race. Snails, snails that race. All right, so we've covered food hunger, and I guess we kind of hung- got eating. How do they eat? I assume just like you know through their mouths, whatnot. In biology, we covered kind of like they probably have a fleshy bit that digests. Yeah, and like a like a oh <laughs> sends proper things to proper places. Yeah, like oh this is gas; it should go in the gas tank. It was, yeah, yeah, we got that. Now, I think a big question is: there are fossil fuels. There are fossils. What are what are those fossils of? Where are they coming from? Dinosaurs? Dinocars? Definitely dinocars. Uh, there's also a TV show. I don't, it's for children, but it's got something to do with that hasn't dinosaurs. Stopped us before. <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> being vehicles. Oh no! I think they're specifically construction vehicles, which beautifully blends in to the precursor to this race of how did they build anything yeah. well when they were dinosaurs they built everything okay. because they're construction dinosaurs okay sure with with the dinosaurs though i mean dinaco is a brand that has as their logo like a, a normal dinosaur it has a t-rex as their little their little uh, logo yeah. so they know what dinosaurs are but were they car dinosaurs? Yeah. Or, or were they dinosaurs? I, I guess we're getting back to... Uh, are cars in our universe, yeah. but further, or are cars their own thing? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this episode with with the turbo theory of they're, they're in our universe. Okay. But further down the line, evolved snails. <laughs> You know what? I could dig it. So it's just like way off in the future, but they still know what dinosaurs are somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Recording things. That's good enough for me. But here's the thing. Tell me the thing. As humans. Okay. We're already using fossil fuels. Yeah. We're taking fossil fuels now from Mm -hmm. this future Cars universe. We are currently taking their fuel their food the thing that keeps their go juice the the thing that keeps them going yeah what happens when they're out of dinosaurs when they're out of go juice i mean i gotta just assume society collapses do they shed their iron man suit bodies now that could work do they just stop moving at 90 miles an hour and learn to go slow god how could you go back at that point I, I couldn't. I don't think they can. So they they gotta be more sustainable. Which I think brings us to our first question from Liz. This question comes from Liz. Uh, and I think in its entirety is, yes, uh, energy efficient cars? Question mark? Energy efficient cars. Question mark. So these people are definitely cyborgs, right? Yeah, we've gotten there every episode I think we've done. We've, we're no, like, no, like cars in this universe. Okay. They're people. Yeah. Assuming that they consider themselves people. Yeah. Fuel-efficient cars are like the cyborgs of cars. Oh, they're double cyborgs. Okay. 
Oh, because they have the parts that like like a hybrid. Yeah. Okay. There there are solar panels. You attach that to a car. Does something. I'm assuming. <laughs> I I would assume. I don't. I guess I don't know. But <laughs> in in our human world, there are cyborgs already who have augmentations that are strange. But can't really blame them. There are people who are missing limbs, missing oh, eyes. Oh, okay. I, I I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, there are people who choose to have, like, magnets put in their body. Okay, I, I, I wasn't Th- following These are you. separate thoughts. I'm not... Okay. Of course you can't blame them. That would be terrible. <laughs> okay. That's... I'm just saying there are people who are like, I want to be a cyborg so they have magnets put in their body. And then there are people who legitimately need prosthesis. Got it. I'm there. I've... I wasn't following you i'm back on board world i apologize for any confusion <laughs> but there are there are varying degrees of people mixed with technology sure that that's what i imagine these energy efficient cars are okay have we seen cars drink water ever because i would imagine that that would be a very different thing for hydroelectric cars yeah, I mean... Because that's food for them, but is it food for car cars? Because if they're an organic, gooey bit in the center, they're going to need water. But maybe the food they eat has enough water in it? Or maybe they extract it from, like, the oil and fuel somehow, but then how would they burn it? I don't I don't know. That's a very good question. I hadn't thought about water at all. Mine and... went to, to booze a lot quicker than it went to water, I guess. <laughs> But hydroelectric cars have a problem now of people being afraid of them exploding because what they do is they convert hydrogen into uh, hydrogen... Well, they convert water, which is H2O, into hydrogen and oxygen separately. And HHO gas is highly combustible and just hydrogen, highly combustible. Oxygen is fuel for fire. Would these precursor cyborgs have a major problem of just exploding? Oh. Because I think they would. Oh, no. I guess, maybe. That's scary. Because that can happen with normal cars. They could just explode. Yeah. But that seems to not be a big concern. But if you're making these cyborg energy-efficient cars, they might explode. At least the first ones. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong at all. <laughs> that's, that's really scary. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. So, I, I guess yeah. I guess there are cyborg precursors. Yeah, I guess there are cars just out there. Like, yeah, I'm energy efficient, but maybe I'll explode. Who knows? Yeah, exploding people would be terrifying. Yeah, I would not feel very. Co- I mean, there are some. Aren't there like conspiracy theories about like spontaneous combustion? There are a lot of conspiracy theories that people can just spontaneously combust, which. In an infinite universe, anything can and will happen. Well, anything that can happen will happen. But I don't believe it's happened yet. But I mean, maybe uh, these, what do you call them, hydroelectric cars? Yep. Maybe these are, are creating these, like, public myths. Like, they're like... People are like, oh yeah, I saw some guy, he just blew up the other day. And they're like, that's not true. What if there are cryptids in this universe? I mean, I assume there Big are. Big Tire. Loch Ness Monster Submarine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be cryptids, I'm sure. 
I don't know. Well, the thing about cryptids is that's in a universe where there are uh, 7 billion people. There aren't that many cars, I'm sure. Uh, I remember us looking it up. There, If they're going by how many cars are on Earth currently, it'd be about a billion, maybe, I maybe. think, remembering. But I ma- maybe know. they're also just going like, oh, 7 billion people, 7 billion cars, you can say. Time for a fun fact! Give fun it to fact. us. Fun fact! There is a restaurant called, oh boy, Ford's Garage. Ford's Garage has many locations, and this this uh, restaurant, Ford's Garage, it's got a car theme. So if you want to know what it's like to eat as if you were a car in the Cars universe, I'm guessing this is the closest, safest thing you can do. Do not go to a gas station and try that. Do not. You will die. You heard it here. Probably not first. Hopefully not first, but you Ford, heard it here. Ford's Garage, USA.com. Ford's Garage. Eat it, Ford's Garage. Prime Burgers, craft beer. I don't think they have a catchphrase. If they do, it's probably not that. I hope it's just eat it, Ford's Garage. That'd be pretty That'd be pretty awesome. It is now. I would respect that. You're welcome for the free advertisement, Yeah, Ford's I was about Garage. to say, they did not pay us to say that. If you want to pay us to say that, we will say it every episode, Ford's Garage. Ford's Garage. Ford's Garage. And now on to our very not fun fact. Boo. Keeping with the theme of fuel efficiency and global warming and no more food, we haven't gotten to global warming yet. Sorry about that. Sorry about jumping ahead. <laughs> because of its near total dependence on petroleum fuels, the U.S. transportation sector is responsible for about a third of our country's climate-changing emissions. Wah, wah. That's from biologicaldiversity.org. Oh, are we doing sources now? We're like a real people podcast. A real people <laughs> podcast. Okay, and that's our not fun fact. I didn't like it very Global much. warming, <laughs> killing us all. People who don't believe in it, you're wrong. You're just wrong. If you're, like, a very highly trained scientist who has done research and is like, yeah, I don't believe in global warming, sure, feel free to correct us. But if you're not, go listen to the thousands upon thousands of highly trained scientists who disagree with you. Well, on to global warming. Yeah, these who would have guessed? These (laughs) beings, they eat and consume fossil fuels. Yeah. Which, as the very not fun fact has said... It's a big contributor to global climate change and global warming. Yeah. These people are eating themselves into a sauna. Yeah, and I mean, they're all... I gotta assume, if they're not waddling, they're always running. Yep. So it, it's not... It, it's even astronomically more uh, emissions than would be. I mean, I guess they sleep. And let's go back to the point of, if this is a parallel to our universe then there are likely 7 billion cars. Yeah. Meaning, not only are their emissions much higher just because that's walking for them, but there are so many more of them! Yeah, that's really scary. (laughs) And I mean, even if we're going by the 1 billion cars, like, cows are are tractors, and, like, everything, uh, the planes and boats. Yep. They're all on all the time every living thing is i mean every living thing is already emitting carbon but every living thing is emitting carbon way more you have to you have to consider that cows cows 
produce so much methane just by existing. Yeah. They eat grass and they fart and yeah. that flatulence is an actually considerable uh, addition to our emissions. Yeah. Which is disturbing, but you have to imagine that every single car in this universe, even when they're not running, they've got to be flatulent at times. Oh, no. And I assume that since they're larger beings, that in the very least, these one billion cars are as good as cows. Yeah, I I think that's not even a stretch. Yeah, I think that's... They, they eat food. They gotta flatulate it out. Hey, John, we didn't talk about them peeing or pooping back with food. Do you what? want to talk about the fact that if they eat food, they gotta poop, John? Uh, there's no, there's, there's no butt. Oh, does it come out their exhaust pipe? Because that would be pretty gross. Think about it this way. I don't want to, but I will. There are presumably, like, five different ways it could come out of any car. Exhaust pipe. Sure. Doors. That would be really, sure, okay. <laughs> Uh, various other pipes. Moonroof. Yeah. Oh, no. Trunk. Yeah. And last and probably most horrifyingly, their mouth. Oh, I I don't, I want to assume they don't poop from their mouth, just for like my own personal... Race cars don't have trunks. They have exhaust pipes, man. They they have other options. They can't they poop have... from their mouths, or I will stop doing this podcast with you. They can't poop from their mouths. It's probably not poop. But their only option is probably vomiting. There are, we've gone over other options. I gave up Race options. cars. Race they cars have don't ex- have doors, typically. They also don't have trunks. They have exhaust pipes and other... I don't care if they secrete it. It's better than them vomiting their poop. I think they have to vomit the poop. You go ahead and think that. I'm going to go ahead and think literally anything else. (laughs) I think it's the only way. Okay. I think it's the only reasonable way. Sure, whatever. I'm not going to think that. (laughs) Because back to biology, back to all of that, giving birth. You can't give birth out of an exhaust pipe. You might be able to give birth out of your mouth. And if that's... We thought they might lay some eggs, and maybe if they lay eggs... I think egg comes from mouth. If it... uh, No, no, I refuse. I refuse to believe that. They lay eggs and poop out of... I think everything that comes in, except for exhaust, has to come out the mouth. I don't like that very much, John. I know you don't like it, but I think... I think it's the only way. Sure, you you think that. I'm gonna think that they, I don't know, secrete it. That's okay. worse. Uh, something. <laughs> so exhaust, that's that's their flatulence. Sure. Maybe they burp too, on account of the fact that they also must poop from their mouth. I think, <sighs> I think <laughs> I remember them burping at some point. I think I remember like lightning burping when, back in cars when he's like a jerk, but I could be wrong about that. Okay, so they just they're producing so much gases, they're consuming so much fuel. Every single person on this planet 
in order to be alive, presumably has to consume fuel. Except for the cyborgs who consume less fuel, there's got to be electric cars. And those are just... Oh, if, if hybrid cars are cyborgs, then electric cars are just androids. Well, no, I don't think that. I think they just got a different different uh, exoskeleton. Maybe, they but... They still got the squish in there. Why wouldn't they have the squish? Because they're a completely different kind of vehicle. Yeah, but, like, they're, like, buses and cars, and they're different vehicles, but, like, just put some squish in there. But the way electric cars actuate, and the way that anything that uses fuel actuates are completely different you're talking the difference between an electric motor and a piston sure but like i don't know put that in the front put squish in the back maybe (laughs) but it's just the entire thing has to be motors meaning so much more space is taken up because of motors maybe but in the very least i'm imagining that there's less squish Okay. There's got to be less squish. I, I I can meet you halfway on that. All right. Time for another question from Liz. But this one is from Liz. Ooh. How do they get fuel? How do they get to the fossil fuels? How do they dig? How do they cook? How do they, how do they everything? How do they even safely consume it? Okay. I remember... They have them in these little cans with, like, straws, <laughs> but... How do they get them in the can? John, we're just gonna get back on spiraling on the What back. of their hands? Yes, yeah, we're gonna get back on that is what's gonna happen. They, they ain't got no hands. I know it, buddy. I know that's very distressing, and I don't disagree that that's very distressing. You think the squish just leaves the shell... And then that is like their primary workforce is just naked and afraid, I'm, squishy beings. I'm imagining like a blobfish. Yep. Oh no, oh. I, I very much hope not. Hey, Matt Pat, another shout out to you. He had an episode about single-celled organisms, and it was about Kirby. And he talked about how some, like Kirby, can cause protrusions that function as arms they can like i forget all of the words that he said but that's force fine. something out to a specific point and that's how they can like pull cause specific shapes to happen and grab on to things what if that's what these things are they just like stick out gooey bits and then latch on to whatever they want and they can shape hands and everything they want just with that, they're just nasty little gooey slugs, snails. So they're they're kind of like Clayface Kirby's. from Batman. They can they can, if they can do that, then I don't know why they've bothered to get in cars. That that because, seems a little. <laughs> I mean, clay can only move so fast. One would assume it's probably like a snake or a snail. Like that's what limits their speed. Okay. I imagine making anything like legs would be incredibly difficult. Okay, it, it's required. not just unlimited. They yeah. can't just make... Okay. That, I would imagine that, 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 that it would that. just take a lot of focus to do anything like that. So making an exosuit is the best option for them. Yeah, I could take that. Oh, boy. I like them being blobfish. I what think if, that's fun. <laughs> what if cars are people? 
what if the really fat gelatinous people from Wally? Oh no! Only become more gelatinous and fat. In the credits to Wally, they show them working out and stuff. Yeah, what if they give up on that? Oh no! Turn their chairs real... into exosuits. Real New Year's resolution kind of situation, I guess. Oh boy, they're gonna turn their chairs into their bodies, and just be gooey bits. Now oh, they're a little blobfish now. They have highly advanced technology that can work for them mm-hmm. to the point where it becomes a symbiotic relationship. They turn their chairs into their bodies and they're just gooey bits inside that can leave their shells to collect goods and stuff. Gross. Mm. I think that's just as reasonable as <laughs> any of our up. other, you know, this uh, movie is a prequel to Cars theories. Oh, uh, Gross. Going back to global warming, though, how do you think boats feel about it? You think they're like, we're going to get more territory from this stuff. The oceans are going to rise, and then it will be our turn. I assume that a lot of the oil drilling is done by land-based vehicles, even though there are, like, bunkers or whatever they're called, sea islands... Yeah, where yeah. you do that. I uh, assume offshore, offshore dr- drilling is very common, yeah. I assume the offshore drilling is done by what would be the equivalent on our world, which would be just regular people, which would mean it's just like cars. Yeah. Probably uh, the smaller like utility vehicles. Yeah, the, the little pit crew fellas yeah. probably do a lot of it. Yeah, so they're doing a lot of the drilling, which means that the boats, the submarines, all of them still rely on the Terranian vehicles. Okay. So, sure, they're getting more land, but they don't want them to die. Because if they die, everyone dies. Wait. Okay. We're how, assuming that the squishy bits can get out. How big and of they... a person does it take? How big of a squishy bit does it take to be a boat? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Can can the boats just sort of get out and be like, well, I'm a car now? Or can 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 they all just intermingle? there's a size equivalence, in the very least. And I think that getting out isn't an option. I okay. think that, like, for some it might have been, and that's how some beings work. But also maybe there's just robots that take care of things. And I assume that... The reason cars don't switch bodies is because at some point it became necessary to stay in that body or you would die from exposure or something. Oh, okay. So we're, so if we're assuming that, we can't assume they have their fun arms and get out and do all the work. Which, which I think... Maybe. I think that was a bit of a stretch, yeah. if I'm being honest. <laughs> Maybe there are just some beings that can survive the outside and we never see them because they're the shame of society and that's why they do all the work because Ooh. they probably look hideous to everyone. Uh, yeah, little blobfish. Yeah. I'm really caught on the blobfish. I'm sorry. I think no, they're I, very fun. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I, I guess I would guess they do the drilling just like how they do everything else somehow without hands. <laughs> we, we, we haven't landed on that one and I'm not sure we're going to for a while. Yeah. So nanites, man, nanites, single-celled organisms, amoeba, blobfish. Those are just a series of words, there, John. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up for today. <laughs> but uh, just remember, if you want to advertise with us, just get in contact with us. 
we do have an email. We which sure is do. Thekachat at gmail.com. That's all, all one word. One word. All, all one, one word. word. All right. Uh, we also have a Twitter. We sure do. Uh, we would like you to just comment and rate on anything this is on. Yeah, leave us a review. Please leave us a nice review. There it is. Yep. Uh, comment all you want. I think comments help viewership. I don't actually know. I know that. All I know, specifically on iTunes, good reviews, that's how we grow our audience. And that'd be cool. If we get good reviews for iTunes within like the first few days of us posting. Hashtag new and noteworthy. Oh yeah. Alright. So, also if you can subscribe, please do. Yeah. Well, that's that's it for today. I'm Johnny Jalopy. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm John Bishop. And I am Lucas Southworth. Until next time, don't forget to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. Got it that time. Solid.